Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. Here we are, October 23rd, 2023. Made it through the weekend. Here we are, bright and early. Thanks for being here. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and the... Spooktacular giveaway. I'll give you details on that coming up. Plus, the Hogs firing their offensive coordinator over the weekend. We'll talk a little about that. Plus, stolen porta potties on Stranger Than Fiction. Plus, Netflix talking about starting their own brick and mortar stores. All that and more coming up today on the show. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479 253 1234. And it is that time of morning here for your celebrity birthdays for Monday, October. 23rd. Let me get to that page. Amanda Stenberg, who plays Rue in the Hunger Games, is 25 today. Ireland Baldwin, the daughter of Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, is 28. Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys Targian in Game of Thrones. I know I messed that up. She's uh, 37 today. Jessica Stroop, who was Joy Meacham on Marvel's Iron Fist, is 37. Masella Lucia, who played Gemini in the Sharknado movies. I'm thankful I never saw any of those. She is 38. Megan McCain, former co-host on The View, daughter of the late politician John McCain. She's 39 today. Ryan Reynolds, the Deadpool superstar, 47. Doug Flutie, quarterback, 61. Weird Al is 64. Country singer Dwight Yoakam is 67 today. And Ange Lee, the director of Gemini Man, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Life of Pi, The Hulk, and Brokeback Mountain is 69 today. On this day in history, Blanche Scott became the first woman to fly an airplane by herself in 1910. She flew over a park in Fort Wayne, Indiana, just about 12 feet off the ground. Yeah, a little bit dicey. In 1941, Dumbo, the cartoon, premiered in New York. It cost $812,000 to make. That's a lot of money in 1941, let me tell you. Still a lot of money, but a lot, a lot of money then. In 1970, Genesis released their second album, Trespass, featuring the song The Knife. Chicago hit number one with If You Leave Me Now on this date in 1976. In 1992, Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs released in the U.S., The show Pleasantville, released with Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon on this date in 1998. The first iPod from Apple debuted on this date in 2001. You might remember back in 2004, Ashley Simpson was caught 
lip-syncing, faking it all on Saturday Night Live, and then danced around and ran off the stage once things got kind of messed up on the on the music there. And uh, finally, on this date in 2006, Enron CEO Jeffrey Skilling sentenced to 24 years in prison. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Did you know? The pacemaker was invented when an engineer accidentally pulled the wrong resistor from a box and realized it could regulate a heart. Some of the best inventions are accidents, are they not? The can boil <laughs> the you, you, can I read? You can boil water in a paper cup because the boiling point of water is a lower temperature than the point where the cup would burn. I don't want to try it. You can. I don't want to do that. I mean, how do you do that? How do you boil water in a cup without it catching on fire? Somebody will text me and tell me how. Greenland extends north, south, east, and west of Iceland. North, south, east, and west of Iceland, based on the shape. Yeah, that's kind of wild. The U.S. is the third most populous country in the world behind China and India. But China and India are so far ahead in population that if you added one billion more people, there's not even a billion here, but if you added a billion, we'd still be third. Yeah. That is a lot of people. And finally, a a treatment for syphilis used to be injecting malaria into the person, which would kill the virus. The doctor who came up with the treatment actually won a Nobel Prize for it. So you get rid of one and you get malaria. I don't don't know about that. Uh, Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, we are just about, what, let's see. We are just under a week away from Halloween. (laughs) Well, starting today, you need to be listening for the spooktacular sound. When you hear it, call in, and that'll get you in the running for free cash and candy that we will announce on the air on Halloween. Yes, just be listening for the sounder. Call in. And you'll be in the running for cash and candy. Always a popular thing we do every year. It is the fourth annual Spooktacular giveaway here. And it is all brought to you by Todd the Music Guy, Berryville Eye Care Clinic, Ranch Latino Mini Mart, Danny's Tire and Full Service, Southern Paramedic Service, Shelter Insurance, Tanya Williams, Hiss Security, H-I-S-S Security, Turpentine Creek, Wildlife Refuge, and Carroll County Solid Waste. So be listening as we have a spectacular week in store for you with many, many times to get in on the running for this cash and candy. Are you brave enough? <laughs> okay. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning to you. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. What'd you do? Did you watch the Hogs? Well, that was not a, gr- a very good game. Basically, it stayed 7-3 the whole time. I'm telling you, <sighs> we have not won an SEC game this year. It is feeling like the Chad Morris years a bit. I did see players give up on plays a few times, which is not a good sign. And did you see how many people, you know, how empty it was inside Reynolds Razorback Stadium? Now, I'm confessing I dropped my season tickets this year just because of the time commitment was so great on the weekends. And I also thought, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that great of a year. But I never thought, I mean, you know, 
as a Razorback fan, you know it's always possible, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. I thought we might win five games, uh, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. And it's gotten so bad, they fired Dan Enos, offensive coordinator, yesterday. You know, he was with the Hogs, I don't know, seven years ago or so under Brett Bielema, worked with Sam Pittman at that time. You thought bringing him back in, things were going to be better. And obviously, there's something going on. It seems quick to fire a new offensive coordinator, but obviously someone had to go to show that, hey, we're doing things differently. Was he the right guy to go? It kind of implies that there's some kind of conflict going on internally. Were Dan Enos and K.J. Jefferson not getting along? I don't know. Would you fire a guy for a quarterback who's only going to be with you a couple more games anyway? It seemed like Dan Enos, to me, was a bit of a sacrificial lamb because something had to change to appease the masses. I mean, we're Razorback fans. I think we're the salt of the earth people, but we tend to pile on pretty quick when things start going badly. (laughs) I mean... Just because we've, I mean, it's so natural to us, right? Isn't it? It's just so comfortable because uh, it, it is the norm rather than the exception, which is too bad. But anyway, you, you always hate to see someone get fired. Is it going to change anything? We'll see. But that is your update here on the Razorbacks. Now, this weekend, we just we just got a couple, couple weeks left, right? You know, you always have, uh, let's see, who, who do we got? We got Florida coming up. In Florida, you know, so we lost, this is our first home game in a while, to Mississippi State on Saturday. Florida's coming up in Florida on Saturday. Then we have Auburn. Oh, no, actually, I take that back. What am I talking about? We have a bye this weekend. We have a bye this weekend. And then November 4th, we travel to Florida. November 11th, Auburn, Florida International, then Missouri. So we have one, two, three, four games left. Can we win them out? I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Not to the Razorbacks, but stranger things have happened. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, what comes to mind when you think of things that no one would ever steal? Why would anyone steal that? Why would anyone want to take that? Well, this proves that thieves will steal just about anything. Someone in the UK stole 35 porta potties from a racetrack. Maybe they really had to go. I don't know. But some of those porta potties were quite full. Quite full when they took them. I mean, that's a major operation, taking 35 porta potties. Uh, that means um, there was probably multiple thieves. It probably took them a few trips, unless they had a really long flatbed trailer or something. Uh, the porta potties were owned by a toilet rental company. Each unit is not cheap. They cost anywhere from $1,000 to $2,000. Wow. The more expensive toilets are the ones for disabled users, and two of them were among the 35 taken. The police are still investigated. It's unclear if they've picked up the scent. Ha, ha, ha. That's Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Uh, obviously, you need to be listening for that spectacular sound. Call in for cash and candy when you hear it. It's not right now, but when you hear it. Uh, Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. This weekend on Saturday, I will be hanging out at the Princess Ball, hosting yet again with the Rotary Club at the Community Center in Berryville. It starts at 6 o'clock. 
It's all for a great cause to benefit the Friends of the Library. And there'll be dessert, there'll be fun, there'll be dancing. It's not just for little princesses, it's also uh, for little princes as well. Just a great time for the family. Bring everybody. Doesn't matter. There's going to be some uh, great dance contests going on as well and just a lot of fun. There's a balloon drop that we did last year, and that was awesome. I think uh, somewhere on my Facebook page I posted it. But either way, it's going to be a great time. It all benefits the Friends of the Library as part of the Berryville Rotary event. And you can uh, get your tickets. you got to buy them. Get them this week in Berryville at CS Bank, Arvest Bank, Bank of 1889, or the Berryville Library. And again, that is happening at the Berryville Community Center this Saturday, 6 o'clock. We'll see you there. Good morning. Good Monday morning to you. Well, are you a Netflix subscriber? Apparently, they are going in reverse of the way that Blockbuster did, and they are talking about opening actual stores. Yeah. Netflix said, after they've ran Blockbuster out of business, they're now announcing they're going to start opening actual brick-and-mortar stores. The stores are going to offer retail, dining, and live entertainment that's related to Netflix shows and movies. So I guess you can buy merch and stuff, or maybe maybe you can order the meals that you see on your favorite show or something. Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, the stores will be called Netflix House. Netflix House. And the first two will open in unannounced cities in 2025. So we got plenty of time to prepare and manage our expectations. And then they hope to expand to major cities around the world. That's a story from NPR Netflix Stores. If you could go to... A store like this, buy merch for your favorite Netflix shows. Maybe you can watch movies that they have there that the, uh, that are exclusive to Netflix, and then and then eat the same kind of food that you see in some of their stuff. I don't know, whatever that would be. There's a cooking show or something like that. Would you do it? I mean, I think it would be worth visiting at least once to see what the uh, what what it's all about. But it's interesting that they are doing. You know, this is major capital inbe- investment that's happening here in this when they have a you know fairly low brick and mortar footprint at this point so it's it's pretty interesting it's kind of fascinating that they're taking this route so i guess we shall see good morning good morning are you thinking about having some ice cream at some point today well there's a reason why you are because you're addicted to it uh no not really but uh, there's a new study out a crazy headline from the new york post reads ice cream and potato chips are just as addictive as cocaine and heroin. They're referring to a new study at the University of Michigan that looked at an ultra it looked at a bunch of ultra processed foods or as they call them UPFs, ultra processed foods, UPFs, and how addictive they are. It includes things like chips and ice cream, soft drinks, sugary cereal and other junk foods. It found that 14% of people are addicted to them. That's 1 in 7 worldwide, but Is ice cream really as addictive as heroin? Well, you probably won't get the shakes and start sweating profusely because you ran out of your Haagen-Dazs or your Ben & Jerry's, but it might be just as hard to quit these ultra-processed foods, they say. Junk food gives you a shot of dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone. Then eventually you crash, and the only thing to solve it is more ice cream. So it's similar to what happens with drugs, I guess. But the uh, real issue is that ice cream is a lot easier to get than illegal drugs are. So you could really overdo it 
right? One expert compared it to try to quit smoking back when everyone smoked. Quote, trying to quit UPFs now is like trying to quit Smokies in the 60s. Quit smoking in the 60s. You can never quit little Smokies. Come on, those are delicious. But smoking in the 60s. And these UPFs, my wife and I will do this at least once a year where we go for 30 days on this Whole30 kind of deal where you, you eat nothing, you eat zero processed foods at all. You don't eat any sugar. You don't eat any bread. You know, no carbs or anything like. Not even you don't even eat legumes or beans or anything like that. So it's pretty, pretty. <laughs> it, it gets pretty miserable at some point. But maybe you know, it's so bad because you're not having those UPFs because you do get addicted to that kind of food. It's it is interesting how that works. Anyway, be careful around your ice cream. Good morning. Good morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. Well, the emails are probably piled up from over the weekend. Ready for you? Do you get a lot of emails over the weekend? Uh, Well, maybe not. But uh, it's interesting because there's a new study that is showing the amount of time people spend on emails per week. Yeah. Some people say, you know, AI could be used for this. You know, you're, you're always writing these mediocre emails, these, these same emails that you write to different people on the regular. Of course, Google has some tools out there. I know like Gmail and stuff that you can set up where you have automatic responses or phrases that are common. Anyway, maybe AI could help with some of these mundane emails because new data shows the average employee spends 10 hours and 47 minutes just writing emails per week almost 11 hours a week just spent on emails 112 emails a week is how many the average person writes five or six minutes per email quick comments and the ones that are really long so it's sort of an average a lot of these emails are only being uh, scanned if that. Workers estimate that only 36% of their emails are fully read and understood. Yeah, you know, when you type out an email with instructions or something like that, and then people start asking you questions like, it's in the email, pal. Well, you wrote a novel. How are we supposed to figure that out? Yeah, people don't read very much today, at least not long stretches. So it's like bullet points are the name of the game, I guess. But uh, half of workers say it's common to get replies where the questions... Uh, are not answered they've addressed by they're addressed by the wrong name or they've asked a question that they just answered that's what people say they're called by the wrong name they're addressed by the wrong name what does what does that mean so more than one third of workers say their productivity would be positively impacted if their company relies less on email but then if we automate it with ai that means you have 11 hours per week that you better do something else right so be careful what you wish for all right good morning Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. 
You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.